Out top, Jordan shoots a three. Missed it. Rebound Georgetown, and that is going to seal it. Georgetown's going to win it tonight, 88-80. to In a very entertaining game tonight here in Champaign. But Georgetown pulls away at the end. Well, that was that was a lot. That was fun. It was unfortunately an eight-point loss for Illinois. And I first things first, is Illinois eight points or more better with Trent Frazier on the floor? I think there's a good shot they are. That's not the whole story, but Illinois without Trent Frazier tonight, right there with Georgetown, and as always with a close game. There's a lot of things you can look at and say, what if? What if things had gone better? Welcome in, everybody. I am Scott Beatty with you for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show in just a moment. But first, our rapid reaction. It's brought to you by Cozad Asset Management and Stocks Office Furniture. Illinois showed their youth tonight. They showed what they may become. Io DeSumo is fantastic. Georgie Bajanishvili, Illinois, has found something in him. Kipper Nichols. Kipper Nichols was Kipper Nichols tonight. Uh, and Illinois also showed that they need that size as well. And they missed Trent Frazier on the floor. And what might have been tonight if a few things had gone a little bit differently. That's the that's the reaction here. I think Illinois could have won this game, under, but... They showed competition. It was a fun game to watch. Uh, the crowd was amazing. The crowd was really into it. The Orange Crush was on top of it all night. And Illinois, unfortunately, comes up on the losing end, and now they get ready to head to Maui for three, uh, three games through the gauntlet out there, but it'll be tropical paradise either way. Coming up, your turn, and I'm flying solo tonight, so help me along here. Jump in. PNC Bank fan line is 356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line 351-5357. This is your turn. Your reactions when we come back. Text to get to already. Some highlights are beyond the expected play. Our keys to the game. We'll get some scores as well next. The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of Newstalk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Station. <laughs> Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS. Now, it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Fasteners Etc. is your partner in inventory management. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. postgame show, with your host, Scott Beatty. The pressure man-to-man, -man. McClung, bad pass, deflected and stolen. Fast break, Illinois. Kipper Nichols to the sumo for three, and he got it. That's how the ball game opened up after a free throw. Io DeSumo with a three. Illinois jumped out to a 10-3 lead over Georgetown with a fantastic start. Georgetown didn't know what, what had hit him there at first with the pressure the Illini were dialing up. 
Then they went on a dreadful drought midway through the first half. And it was back and forth from there as each team threw some punches. But it felt like Illinois just never had quite enough to get over the hump despite having some leads in the ballgame, never built substantially. But Iodasumu tonight leads the way 25 points on 9 of 15 shooting, 3 of 4 from beyond the arc. Hey, I thought he couldn't shoot that well. Made his free throws, had four assists as well. And uh, Io DeSumo, uh, check that one assist for Io DeSumo. But Io DeSumo, uh, DeSumo was uh, fantastic tonight. And uh, kid, well, he's a five-star for a reason. Welcome in, everybody. Fasters, etc. cetera, post-game show. Glad to be along with you. I'm Scott Beatty. Tim Dittman on assignment. Michael Kaiser on assignment. Flying solo. So it's your turn here, and we'll uh, hop to the text lines uh, right away here. Brent in Belleville on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line says, this was a, a much more enjoyable Illini squad to watch. Plenty of things to clean up, but these guys have a better grasp of how to play basketball. I'm not sure we overplay the, not sure why, why we overplay the high side and give the baseline drive, which just yields over-pursuit for help defense and easy junk baskets in the paint. We did cause a lot of turnovers, but I still hate getting abused off the dribble. Nichols has got to become more consistent. Seems like two bad things for every good thing. I hate to harp on any one guy, but just this is a brutal stretch for Kipper Nichols tonight. Uh, Didn't hustle after a ball, a loose ball, and McClung came and took it from him, and then we'll land on all the national highlight shows with another reverse dunk. And that put uh, Georgetown up 75-72 to at that point late in the ballgame. Later, he makes a critical foul way away from the basket. Missed a layup that would have been key. Had that missed three-pointer and also fouled out of the game there towards the end. It just wasn't a good night for Kipper Nichols. And on top of all that, back to Io DeSumo. Io DeSumo, apparently in the post-game press conference, took the blame for what happened despite being the leading scorer and said, and took the blame for not passing it well enough to Kipper and encouraged him and said that he's going to put it in the right spot for him later. So that's a freshman, folks, taking on a mantle of leadership here for this Illini team. There was a lot of things that were frustrating tonight, but there were also a lot of things I thought that showed that what this Illini team can be. Will they get there this year? I don't know. But going back to Brent's text here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, it's a much more enjoyable team to watch. They may lose a lot of games still, but I think they're going to lose it in a way that's a little bit more fun. Brian in Nebraska says, I'm going to write this now before this abomination of a game is even over. So this text came in uh, a little bit earlier. I unequivocally disagree with Stephen Bardo, who was on the TV call. These refs are not just bad. They are an embarrassment to their profession. To get homered like that on our own court is ridiculous. I don't know where this crew was from. But I wouldn't let them refs. I wouldn't let them uh, ref a second grade YMCA game. Awful, all night long. And someone tell Underwood if you're going to pressure out front, you better make sure the other guys understand how to help on cutters in the backside. That's uh, what another texture also made a point on. Georgetown just destroyed that pressure. We aren't going to win many games with that kind of defense. I always say this though, when folks are calling in and texting in about the officiating, that's a good thing. That means they're not as you're not as upset with the other stuff, uh, because I've been through plenty of these post game shows where it wasn't the officials that folks were most frustrated with. PNC Bank fa- fan line is three five six nine three nine seven. 
Fanline from PNC Bank, the official bank of the University of Illinois. First up tonight down in Tolono, it's Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, how you guys doing? I actually that was that I, I kind of agree with Steve Bardo. That was a fun game to watch. I mean, uh, Desumu and Akinjo went at it in high school, and Akinjo won that matchup. So I wasn't surprised that the guards were good. Um, I, I figured it was, but I was surprised that Trent uh, Frazier apparently got hurt during a walkthrough. I'm not even sure how that's possible. I hope that was a misprint because I don't know. If, but I, I wish him the best because I think with Trent in the game, I think we win the game. But uh, their guards are the best guards. Georgetown's guards are the best guards we're going to play all year unless we play ourselves. So I, I, I'm not upset at all. I think what this tells me, in my opinion, is Illinois uh, is a lot closer to the NCAA tournament than I believed and that I think a lot of us believe. And we got some young kids with some moxie. I love Georgie B. Uh, he, that kid uh, plays with passion and fire, which is what most of last year's team was uh, didn't have, including Kipper Nichols, who apparently still hasn't found it yet, but maybe someday. Um, but they showed fight, they showed grit, they came up, but uh, the energy and the fight and the enthusiasm being being shorthanded, you can't help but be encouraged. And so um, very, very uh, pleased. Uh, Andres Feliz, I mean, all these guys, they just gave great effort, with the exception of, of Kipper. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But I, I, I'm, I'm very, very encouraged. Uh, we'll see how they do on the road, but... Uh, very encouraged, and even if they lose the next couple of games out in Maui, I'm still very encouraged because they're a heck of a lot better than probably five or six teams in the Big Ten. And I think when when De La Rosa gets healthy, we're we're going to be fine. So I, I, but Georgetown's guards, believe me when I tell you, are the best guards we will play all year. It's not even close, and they're freshmen, and they're going to get a whole heck of a lot better. But I was very very pleased with how we fought tonight, and uh, you got to be encouraged, especially without Trent Frazier. I mean, my goodness. And uh, the point spread was, what, seven or eight points? And uh, that was with Trent, and we lost by eight. So the folks in Vegas got it. But anyway, hey, have a good night. I was very pleased uh, with how hard they played. And uh, uh, it was fun to watch. I I'm sad they lost, but it was fun to watch. Have yeah. a good night. Hey, th thanks, Dave. And uh, listen, I remember Dave and Tolono calling in before just pleading, preaching, and asking for effort and defense that's not what I'm hearing tonight. That's not what I saw out there. Now, I don't want to, you know, I I don't think Kipper was a lack of effort. Yeah, that one play was a lack of effort, but he probably just didn't realize where the defender was. And, yes, he should have hustled to the ball. Uh, I'm not going to get on Kipper Nichols for effort, but execution certainly was was off tonight for him, and, and I'm sure he knows that as well. Appreciate the call, Dave and Tolona. Let's go up to Rantoul and JoJo. Hey, JoJo. Hey, how you guys doing? We're, we're doing great. Thanks for calling in. Hey, you bet. Hey, I watched the game tonight. Uh, I thought, uh, just like the previous caller talked about, um, I think we're, uh, we're going to be deep. I think we got nine, ten players that can uh, come in and out of the game. Um and a lot of interchanging of uh, players. Uh, perimeter game is going to be good. Io is going to be terrific. I hope he sticks around more than a couple years because uh, he's going to have that offer to go. I will say this, though. I thought uh, as good as he was, and he's going to get better, as good as he was, I thought he did force it two or three times in that second half, and that really hurt us. Uh, he was a little out of rhythm trying to take it down, uh, down the lane and trying to get it downhill when there just wasn't anything there. 
and uh, he got it uh, swallowed up a couple times, and I thought yeah. that hurt us a little bit. Uh, I thought the play of the game, and you've already touched on it, the play of the game is when uh, McClung went after the ball behind uh, Kipper's back and took it from him, and then he, he slammed it home on the other end. I thought that was the play of the game for Georgetown, and uh, that one came back to bite us. And, uh, and that McClung player, I like him. He's a good player for their for their team. Uh, he, is, he a, is he a freshman? He is, and the number of times Lauren Tate sitting next to me went, he is sensational. I mean, <laughs> he's right. Well, I mean, he's just doing things out there that you don't believe I, I, he could do. He's heady. I I don't know. From where I was sitting, he looks like he's maybe 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and uh, he's really heady. I mean, he missed a shot big time, and he went. Out, he got the rebound on the other side of the floor uh, in, in the second half. I mean, the kid's terrific. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think uh, Illinois is going to be fine without Frazier. Uh, we still play very well. Like the big kid, uh, Georgie, uh, man, he can do some things. I mean, he looks like he looks like a Tony Kukoc out there kind of guy. I mean, he could shoot the three. He took it on the dribble for a nice power move to the basket one time in the first half. Uh, plays defense terrific. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, DeMonte Williams is going to be big for us this year. And so, yeah, I think we're 8 or 9, 10 deep, and uh, we're not 13th, 14th in the conference where everybody's picking us. I think we're going to finish middle of the pack and uh, have a real shot at the NCAAs. Well, that would be great. Uh, boy, it's tough to see who you know who finishes behind Illinois because there's some teams that look really good. I think Minnesota is better than they're a- as advertised. Uh, there's a lot of teams that could be very close to each other in the Big Ten. But, hey, JoJo, appreciate the call. Yeah. Call again, okay? You bet. Thank you. Three five six nine three nine seven is the PNC Bank fan line, and the Castle Heating and Cooling text line is three five one five three five seven two one seven. Texture says, "How many substitutions were made in the game tonight? These guys are certainly feeling their way as a team. They don't have anything resembling a rotation yet. Still, much more entertaining than year one of the Underwood era." Well, you got to remember, first of all, uh, this is game number two of the season, and Brad Underwood said as much this week that there's he's still trying to figure out what lineup combinations he, he wants I mean he really wants Andres Feliz Trent Frazier and uh Io DeSumo together on the floor that three-headed monster as he called it this week but obviously that was not possible today but he's still trying to figure out what pieces I mean everybody's changing and growing and uh that's the so the substitutions you, second, without Trent Frazier tonight, I mean, he was Brad Underwood had to try to find other solutions and try to figure out what will work, and he had to kind of do it on on the fly. Off and running here on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Give us a call. Your thoughts on Illinois' loss tonight to Georgetown, eighty-eight to eighty. You can also text us. We're back with more. Get to check his scores when we come back. You're listening to the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Join the conversation by calling us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Over the shoulder pass, Io to Georgie. Thought about a three, instead puts it on the deck, goes around, go and laid it in. I like it. Cross court, man wide open. Griffin, three, missed it. Rebound, Bishanis Feely can't get it. Followed by Griffin, up and under and missed it. Rebound, Georgie B, put it up and in. Look at the battle on the boards. 
26-25. Georgie Bishanishvili with his mom cheering him on. He has nine, and she's joined by 15,000-plus on their feet. Good night for Georgie Bishanishvili, especially in the first half. The freshman from the country of Georgia scores 12 points, uh, grabbed uh, five rebounds, and hit a three-pointer as well. Uh, here's how the game started for Georgie B. He wins the tip over Jesse Govan, who uh, Govan, who's uh, headed to the NBA, and then immediately goes down and draws a foul over Govan. He had a great first half. He got into some foul trouble uh, in the second half, and uh, you know, and, and Brad Underwood talked about it. he he cannot uh, get into foul trouble off those screens. Because the Illini absolutely, and in fact, he came off the floor after his fourth foul. Brad Underwood, basically, you could hear him say, we need you on the floor. We need you on the floor. And so that was the unfortunate part of Georgie B's night. But have you have we seen a guy that rallies the crowd and just is that charismatic in a while in an Illini uniform? It's It's been a little bit while. All right, let's go back to the phones here on the PNC Bank fan line. We've been in Tolono. We've been in Rantoul. Now we're going down to Oklahoma. Okay, here's Ken. Hey, Ken. Hello there. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for calling in. I got a couple a couple points for you. I do think that Georgia B was very good. Uh, what do you have about twenty six? Uh, Georgia B. Yeah. No, twelve tonight. Well, who had the who had all the points? Somebody had a bunch uh, of points. Io Dezumo. Oh, okay. Twenty-five. Okay. Twenty-five. Okay, and I do think we missed we missed Trent Frazier. I think he's worth at least eight points. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's he's a heck of a player. So fast, and he can really get around. And the other the other thing is, I think that we will be in the NCAA this year, just like the other fellow thought. I think we will be there. I do think we have a good enough team. I do think Brad Underwood is a tremendous coach. I'm from Oklahoma, as you know. And I, I watched Oklahoma State very much last or year before last, and you know they they beat they lost to Michigan by one point I think in the third round I think it was something like that. Remember, but, uh, I I always credit John Beeline for Brad Underwood being here. How quickly would have Josh Whitman as athletic director had to pull the trigger on a different coach? And I don't know who else was in the mix there on a different coach. If Brad Underwood had an extended run longer in the NCAA tournament, would somebody else be here instead? But because Oklahoma State made the exit against Michigan, Underwood was a, a, available to talk and made the switch and was in here at uh, Illinois very quickly after that. Well, you know, uh, Brad had a wonderful record at Austin P. also before that. Uh, Austin, not P. Austin. Uh, Stephen F. Austin, yeah. Yeah, P. F. Austin, that's right. He had a tremendous record with them, so I'm very optimistic. And I went. I know some other people won't get on, so uh, thanks very much. Let me take your call. Let me give me your call, okay? All right, appreciate it, Ken in Oklahoma. Back here to Illinois, we go to Brian in Bloomington. What's up, Brian? Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks hey, for calling in. Is that the game? It was a great game. One one caller alluded to the fact that they they won't miss Trent Frazier. Well, that it couldn't be further from the truth. This, a game like this, the athletic guards that Georgetown has, what happened to Aaron Jordan? Aaron Jordan, not being critical, it's just who he is. He's a spot-up shooter. He can't create his own shot. Having Trent on the floor would have taken minutes. Obviously, Trent could get hot. He could bury three, four, five threes in a row. So 
had missing Trent tonight was huge in the game. And Georgetown's going to be a good basketball team. That, that guard, their point guard is phenomenal. I mean, he didn't miss, didn't miss any free throws. He was quick off the dribble. He was a, he was a tough matchup for us. But, you know, like, like the earlier caller, when Georgie's uh, energy is fantastic, but he's, he, you can't foul on step-in screens. Um, and one, one question is, uh, and I'll hang up and listen, is, is Sama Kane, was he ready to go? Was it this one uh, over, or is he – is that just not a matchup Underwood wanted to put him out there for? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, Brad Underwood said he was available and also said that Alan Griffin was available, so uh, I guess he just chose not to play Samba Kane. Uh, don't know any of particular reasonings, but I imagine it's just as you said. If he doesn't think he can help him, help you in a situation, he doesn't put you in. Appreciate the call, Brian. Really do. And we go now to Charleston, hopping all over the state. Uh, and Rick is on with us. Hey, Rick. Hello. Hey, your job's going to be a little easier this year. <laughs> you know, it's been a long time. My, my predecessor here, Brian Moline, I give him a lot of credit. He did these shows solo all the time. And uh, uh, it is it is certainly easier when the team, when there's good vibes around the team. Now, if you string together a bunch of losses like by eight points, I don't know. The frustration might, might grow. But this is as positive a, a show about a loss as I've, Hosted in a while. <laughs> well, I think I think you'll be uh, pleased before the end of the year. Twelve months and a week ago, I sat and watched Illinois play Eastern Illinois down here. And if you would compare this team to that team a year ago, it's it's like day and light. Division one versus Division two. You know, and and we missed Trent tonight. You know, we we you know. We didn't get – we got tired there halfway through that first half and kind of let them back in. And, and But, I mean, Georgie's a, a pleasant surprise. You know, our JUCO transfer guard, he's, he's going to be good and solid. You start comparing him to what we had a year ago, he's – I mean, he's in, nothing against the guys a year ago. They were good guys probably. But, I mean, his talent is two notches better than what Lucas was. And – you know, think he's a, he was a super guy. Don't take get around, but Georgie would eat him. I mean, he he at least can move and jump some, and and you know you you compare this team to the end of last year's team. This team will win four out of five games, and three out of five they'll blow them out by ten, fifteen, twenty points. So, you know, I just hope down in I think it's te- in Texas. Drew Timmy sitting there watching tonight, thinking, I want to play for this team. This is fun. You know, they got three guards. Hey, I can I can fit right in here. And uh, you know, the only the only thing I'm a little rusty on is I think Underwood, as good as coach as he is, apparently with the Smith deal and what happened to Illinois basketball a year ago going to Ohio State. Maybe there's getting a little vibe out there that he's, I'll put it this way, a, a mild, uh, oh, who was the coach at Indiana? Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. He's a, he's a little, going to be a little difficult, a little hard to play for. And I'm wondering between that and, you know, us having quite a few losses last year, I'm still a little hesitant uh, where we're going to end up on, you know, what we're going to get for 19. But, 
you look at this team and, and you think, well, you know, if we can get close to 500, maybe we won't make the NCAA. Maybe we'll be a good, solid NIT team. And, but you sit here and think a year from now where this team could be with years' experience. I mean, I mean, you know, we could afford to lose Jordan, and you know, uh, we'll be we'll be we're going to be pretty pretty. You know, we can we can be a four, five, six, seventeen next year going in the Big Ten. I mean, uh, so hey, compared to where we were a year ago, you know, I just hope something picks up on the recruiting end. All right. Hey, hope, hey, well, hope hope the hope the next four months or three months your your game shows on afterwards. You'll you'll be going home a little happier than what you were a year ago. Yep. Hey, appreciate it very much. Thank thank you for the call. Yep. PNC Bank fan line is three five six nine three nine seven. By the way, Mark Smith in two ball games with Missouri is the leading scorer for the Missouri Tigers. Seventeen points. Per game, and he's 8 of 16 from uh, three-point land. All right, one more here. Let's go to, well, we have, we'll have plenty more, but I meant one more here in this segment. Let's go to Steve in Peoria. Hey, Steve. Scott, how you doing? You riding solo tonight. You the man. You can handle it. Uh, I, I, um, I'm surrounded by friends when you call. So. Oh, hey, I like that. Well, I'm, I'm still surrounded by a wonderful family. I, I'm still out in Oregon, but uh, we're sitting here um, – watching the game, and uh, Zoe was in bed, and I'm out here jumping up and down and screaming, and they told me, hey, hey, slow down. Hey, <laughs> don't wake her up. So, uh, but hey, um, n- n- not making excuses. I think just fact. I like our chances tonight with Trent, bottom line, you know. Yeah. Uh, but hey, the guys who played, played well. Um, Georgie and Io, whoa. It, it, those guys, they are going to be fun to watch, uh, and I hope Io sticks around more than two years. Uh, and then uh, the rest of those young kids, they're only going to get better. And uh, the junior college guard looks good. And uh, we're just right now, we're just one big away. And hopefully, the uh, the fifth year gentleman, he can get his health and uh, help us down the road because. Uh, uh, we're going to surprise some people, I do believe. And um, yeah, now I'm, I, I don't want to beat up on anybody tonight. And, uh, hey, Kipper knows, we know he's had better games, and hopefully he will have better games for us this year uh, starting in Hawaii. I just want to see some consistency out of him. And it really bothered me. Uh, I know people talked about it, but, but the, the, I don't know if it was lack of hustle or just not being nonchalant going after that loose ball late in the game you know our leaders they they got he's got, just come up with that ball you know whether we score in that possession or not so uh you know like i say i'm not gonna beat him up he'll beat himself up you know uh he'll play better and uh you know, I, you know i'm one of the biggest kool-aid drinkers around when it comes to the line eye sports football and basketball but you know people got me pumped up tonight calling in saying we might make it to the ncaa tournament and blah blah this that and the other and I'm like, hold my roll here, you know. Don't don't start don't start sipping yet. So, uh, hey, game by game, I just want to see these guys improve. Um, there's some ballers on this team, and uh, hey, I'll I'll just lay back right now and and take it all in. So, uh, talk to you uh, Saturday after football game. Zoe says hi, and she says her poppy will be home this uh, going back to Peoria this weekend. You have a safe trip, my friend. Thanks, Scott. Always good talking to you. All right. He's from Peoria!
Appreciate Steve calling in there from the West Coast. Uh, by the way, you know, the last two callers alluded to a need for a big and, and recruiting. In case you missed the recruiting news, Antoine January, yes, his last name is January, committed tonight to the Alina. He's from California. I think he's playing high school ball. Is he maybe playing that in Arizona? Uh, he is, yeah. But uh, uh, nonetheless, uh, a big guy, 6'11", 240. And the Illini get a commitment from him. Composite is about a three-star, three-four, depending on where you look at him. And uh, Illinois get getting a big presence. Kind of came late uh, on the radar. All right, time to look at our our scoreboard here with Evan Kahn. Evan, welcome into the crazy, the good crazy tonight. Yeah, good crazy. Yeah, uh, fans uh, are predicting NCAA run for this team. I'm not there yet, but. Especially after a loss, we de- we definitely didn't get these calls last year. <laughs> we aren't getting any calls like this during football, but it's a it's a nice promising start to the season of basketball, which is just kind of getting underway. We don't have a whole lot of games going on tonight. We'll start in the top twenty five. Number five, Tennessee won at home over Georgia Tech, sixty six to fifty three. And Louisiana, LSU, ranked number 22. They topped Memphis 85-76. to The game that played on the same channel before ours was Wisconsin and Xavier. Wisconsin took care of Xavier there. They, they were up by, I think, 20-some at, at one point in the second half. And I got caught up getting ready for the game, but Xavier must have went on a run. It was within, like, three in the final minute. But Wisconsin holds on to win that. Uh, that's of note also because Xavier only beat Evansville that Illinois just beat last week by six on Saturday. And Xavier's going out to Maui too. Yeah, In so fact, the Illini are flying with them. Oh, that's Xavier is picking them up, so to speak, on a plane and taking them all out. They're all going out together. They, they pooled their money <laughs> to get out to Maui. Yeah, um, and, and that's it. The uh, only other college game was ours, 88-80 to 80 in Champaign-Georgetown over Illinois. Like I said, promising first game, it was a loss. I think, like the callers are saying, Trent Frazier makes a bit of difference in the final, but it probably plays out a whole lot different if Trent's in there, so so you just don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens next week in Maui. All right, thanks much, Evan. Appreciate it. We'll check our scores again coming up. News Talk 1400, Light Rock 97.5, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette, media stations. A lot of texts to get to as well. Uh, But first, want to get you our Pekin Insurance Beyond the Expected Play. For Beyond the Expected coverage and service, contact an independent Pekin Insurance agent today. Visit PekinInsurance.com. A lot of directions we could go, but there was a stretch that I really enjoyed in the second half where Andres Felice took over a stretch of the ballgame. In the corner, here is Javon Blair. He had it stolen. Stolen away, Felice. Going to the basket. Layup is good. Count it, and he's fouled. Big time. Was twisted like a corkscrew as he hit the floor, threw it up and in, counted it a foul. Oh. And now we got a steal by Felice. He takes it away in the backcourt and lays it up and in. He took it away from Mosley, picked his pocket, and gives Illinois the lead. Boy, that was highway robbery right there. Andre Felice with some good ball there in the second half. And Iowa Desuma, your leading scorer at 25, but Felice finishes with 13 points, had five assists as well. Back with more. We got a Lineup of texts to get to. We'll take your calls as well. 
Dosumu on the right wing to Felice. Felice guarded by McClung. Out top, Dosumu goes to the basket. Up and under and in. Oh, what a pretty move. Ayo Dosumu under the basket. He has 11. Underneath Trey Morning over Nichols. Off balance. Missed it. Running hook. Rebound Felice. 49-45 Georgetown. Pass ahead. Kipper running the floor. And he lays it in. Some more highlights from tonight's Energetic and fun ball game. Illinois on the losing end, though. They lose 88-80 to Patrick Ewing's Georgetown Hoyas. Next up, a 10-30 tip Monday night against Gonzaga out in the Maui invite. Yeah, we didn't, we're, we're going to go ahead and not have a postgame show that would start at about 1 a.m. Uh, next next week after the Maui game. And then the depending on the Illini, which side of the bracket they go, which, t- which uh, time of night they play on Tuesday, we will have it if we can get it in. If it's another late tip, I, I think we're foregoing that one as well. Not because I don't love you that all, but uh, I, I need my sleep as well. All right, some great texts here coming in uh, and some some interesting questions and takes. Uh, a 309 texture. This is Brad texting saying, uh, not Brad Underwood. This is just somebody else named Brad. Uh, Andres Felice taken out in the second half with about nine and a half minutes left when he had those Buckets to swing the momentum back our way, and Brad Underwood put Jordan in. Uh, you, guys, you guys agree Aaron Jordan needs to come off the bench. Yeah, well, Brad Underwood talked about this, that uh, basically without Trent Frazier, the minutes went up for everybody else, and uh, he needed a blow. He, he was Everybody was a little bit uh, more tired. I mean, this is a high-energy pace, and it's early in the season. So Andres Felice, uh, Brad Underwood chose to take him out to uh, – use him down the line and uh yeah it was a head scratcher at first but it makes sense if uh, you got to save him for later terry in champagne says as a fan of the game georgetown being my second favorite team after michigan i didn't understand why went illinois went to uh small ball so early with a small lead and then few one-on-one plays uh lead to illinois demise toward the end illinois needs a third scoring option and maybe that's frazier i think that's no doubt that is trent frazier and i think foul trouble was part of it and Adonis De La Rosa, the uh, off-the-bench big man, is not in game shape really yet. And you can see he's uh, really rusty right now. Bruce in Houston says, hey, Michael, great solo show. My name's Scott, but uh, I'll pass on the compliment to Michael. Uh, just like Io, much better ball than last year. But, wow, I don't think we are going to win a lot uh, this year. That was not a good Hoya team. Don't get used to Io. He's the real deal. But no way he stays for long. Refs were terrible. Georgie is awesome. Feed him. Bruce in Houston. Thanks, Bruce. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> a 402 texter says, I didn't know Justin Bieber played for Georgetown. He has some serious hops. He's referring to Mac McClung, who I've already seen him come across Sports Center tonight for a circus shot he had on the Illini. Roy in Park Ridge says, Has anyone, has anyone seen Aaron Jordan? Uh, Aaron Remember, Aaron started hot last year in non-conference play, and uh, when the competition stepped up, uh, more challenging to make those three-pointers. But uh, a texture earlier saying, you know, Aaron Jordan needs to be coming off the bench. Why is he in the game so much? Look, before you get a look at what Aaron Jordan isn't doing offensively, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be the first one to say, I don't want 0 for 4, calling it an 0 for 4 night with one point is anything to be proud of. But... He has got to be out there for rebounding. He picked up three rebounds on the defensive side. 
and and his defense is what has him in there as well. He has two steals, and he's a senior leader. Uh, so there's something there for, for Brad Underwood. I don't know that Aaron Jordan moves to the bench yet. yet. And, oh, Bruce in Houston texts it back. Sorry, Scott. Well, appreciate you catching that. Okay, and 309 texture. People keep calling bashing last year's team. Last year we grew so much and we were pretty good. Way better than our record showed. People should be saying, people should be saying where we were two years ago under John Gross. And we got a four-star commit today, a, a center today as well. Again, the reference to Antoine January. Some of the texts that have rolled on in here. Let's get to our keys to the game. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. Whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Ultimately, the Illini gave up too many layups. Uh, I think there were around 20 or so on 21 chances for Illinois for Georgetown with the easy buckets, uh, including a dunk. That seemed to be the difference here, just uh, some blown assignments on defense and uh, lapses there that allowed some easy things down the middle. Uh, you know, Jesse Govan, he was okay tonight, 11 points for him, and he had, uh, boy, these new box scores are hard to read, six rebounds for him. Um, you know, I, hearing the hype coming in, I would have thought he had closer to 20 points and closer to a double-double, but... The online I did uh, actually okay with him, but they did not do a good job of containing those guards. Uh, Akinjo had 19 points. Uh, Max McClung, a highlight machine with 12 points. And uh, Josh LeBlanc, who just every time he turned around, that guy was figuring out a way to score at just the wrong time for the Illini. Anyway, that's our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. Your calls and texts. We continue in a moment. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397, or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. You know, they, they chased down balls. Every loose ball was theirs, and... and uh, uh, give them a ton of credit. Um, you know, I thought we fought. I thought we did some positive things. Uh, yeah, we've you've got to make a layup. You've got to make. Uh, we missed a couple. You got to make free throws. Uh, when you get a clean look at a three late in the game, you've got to knock them down. And and uh, I have no problem with the shots we got. Um, and uh, but yeah, we've got to uh, we've got to continue to grow. And and uh, I thought we got some positive things off our bench. And you know we get dealt a tough blow with with Trent uh, finding out midday that he's out. And uh, yet I, I think our guys uh, uh, rallied behind that and fought. And and uh, but again, give Georgetown a lot of credit. They were the better team. They were better by eight points. Illinois now one and one on the young season. Georgetown is three and zero. Oh. Welcome back, everybody. Scott Beatty here with you, flying solo on this Tuesday night. Illinois next up with Gonzaga out in Hawaii. Back to the phones. It is Steve. What's up, Steve? Hey, how you doing, Scott? Good. Your thoughts tonight? Uh, I was at the game, really enjoyed it. Uh, really being at the Assembly Hall, I always enjoyed being there. And uh, just seemed like uh, line I were getting in that uh, pain a lot, but I didn't see too many kickouts. Uh, and I was just, besides that, really excited uh, watching the game. I have high hopes uh, for the season and look forward to seeing them again. 
You know, Deion Thomas was talking about that in the network post-game show, saying the next step for these guards is when the help defense comes at them is finding that outlet, finding that pass they need to make to to find the open guy. And hopefully that's something they grow in. Yeah, yeah, hopefully so. Uh, yeah, it's early in the season, and uh, looking forward to the rest of the way. It's going to be fun, I think. Indeed. Was it? Was it? Did you get your money's worth going tonight? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. And uh, got lucky. Got a friend, a coworker that was going, and got a hold of a couple tickets for a good deal, and uh, really enjoyed it. Hopefully, I can get back to a couple more games. And uh, on a side note, I might mention uh, a couple of days ago was Veterans Day, and uh, I don't know if there was any recognition uh, for the veterans. Oh, at the ball game. Yeah, it's a ball game, but so I missed it. Um, not in a Veterans Day, but they um, have been regularly recognizing veterans. Uh, it usually comes at the first timeout, I, I believe, the first media timeout under 16, uh, and a veteran is, is highlighted every every game, and um, rightfully so. It, yeah, I, it's a neat moment. Yeah, and I, I guess uh, been to a number of baseball games, they kind of usually mention it. Let yeah. the veterans stand up and, you know, get a little uh little recognition but um that, i believe they did have all the veterans stand on the uh opener now that i think about it okay i okay. do i do recall that because i yeah i remember there was a few standing around me so that was back on the eighth which was thursday night so they kind of did it ahead of veterans day steve appreciate yeah. you calling in okay thanks a lot yep and uh and gee i don't know if steve's a veteran himself but uh, to all the veterans that are listening thank you and never forget 356-9397 is the PNC Bank fan line tonight, and the Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 351-5357. Gonzaga and then either Iowa State or Arizona coming up after that. Uh, Mitch and Barry says, tough loss tonight. Just hope that the team gets better as the year goes on. I hope they find a way to make a tournament, NCAA or NIT. Great show. And Scott, is Georgie B a young Ethan Happ? As a two one seven texture says, uh, no, he's not. He's kind of a uh, well. Somebody said he's a Michael Finky two I think uh, in terms of skill, like he's a he's a big, but he can stretch. He can shoot, um, and he's he's energetic. He brings a lot. He's very physical, and he's not afraid of anybody. Uh, and he's very also just a fan favorite and very cat- charismatic. I would not put him in the category Ethan Happ right now. Maybe that's something he develops into, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say he is that uh, caliber. And I'm not trying to knock him. I'm just saying Ethan Happ is really really good. And Wisconsin got the victory tonight. Back in a moment. Uh, you know where we miss Trent probably the most was on the defensive end. Uh, he's our quarterback. He's vocal. He talks on the weak side. But it was also probably seven or eight minutes. Um, per additional player that they had to play. And I thought uh, there was a segment in the second half we were catching, we were we were allowing wing catches. Uh, and we did that on seven straight possessions. The first half, they hardly had any. And again, that's something that, uh, um, you know, blown assignments. And, and that's, that's not what we do, um, but we allowed it. I think some of our guys got tired and, and uh, had to play increased minutes. And that's something that uh, uh, hurt us. Brad Underwood there talking about the loss for Illinois without Trent Frazier tonight due to concussion protocol. 
Illinois out-rebounded in this ballgame by 13 rebounds. They were plus three at the half. Ended up minus 13, so that means 16, a 16 rebound margin for Georgetown tonight in the second half. You could see the, the big starting to wear things down in Illinois. Points in the paint about even. 46 for Georgetown. Illinois about four uh, at 48. Uh, Georgetown got 20 points off turnovers. Illinois 21. Uh, Georgetown uh, 11 second chance points. Illinois with two. Some frustrating misses at the free throw line. 12 of 17. You want to be better there, uh, but that's 70%. That's that's decent. Uh, again, you want to be better, but um, there's all these little things that, if, you know, a few more rebounds, a few less second-chance points, a, a couple of more free throws made, uh, one less uh, turnover here and there, and maybe this ball game is different. All that without Trent Frazier. Final look at our scoreboard for tonight. Evan Kahn, producer of Game Day Extraordinaire, back in with the latest. Yeah, we'll head over to the NBA, keeping with basketball as that's the show we're doing. Two games done so far. The Rockets topped the Nuggets in Denver 109-99. First game without Carmelo Anthony. Got a, a rude benching from the Rockets down there in Houston. In Cleveland, they picked up their second win of the year over the Hornets 113-89. And out in the Bay Area, the Warriors and the Hawks are just getting the fourth quarter going. 82-78, the Warriors lead there. Uh, so some drama there as well. Uh, Draymond Green suspended without pay for this game for apparently going after Kevin Durant for a, a costly turnover in last night's game. Uh, I'm not too big on, on drama kind of things, but that one showed up on my timeline. I, I couldn't avoid showed it. Showed up on everyone's, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's about it. Uh, there's probably some NHL scores in there, but I don't see the Blackhawks, so we won't worry about it. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Evan. Appreciate it. Back in a moment to wrap this up as Illinois falls to Georgetown. Going the other way, two on three. Io with a layup. Knocked up against the glass. No goaltending. Felisno gets a steal on the rebound. Put it up and in. Counted and he's fouled. There you go. Wow, what a play by Felice. He got the tongue sticking out there after that. <laughs> Akinjo drives underneath LeBlanc, head fake, blocked by DeMonte Williams, out of bounds. Great on the second half from DeMonte. Really solid second half there, especially defensively from DeMonte Williams, but Illinois on the losing end of an 88-80 final. Welcome back, everybody. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Scott Beatty with you. Coming up tomorrow night on our AM side, Illinois Volleyball in action on the road against Northwestern, the number four-ranked team in the country. That is the Illini side of volleyball. That'll be on the on the AM airwaves with Dave Lone. Fighting Illini women's basketball is in action tomorrow night uh, against Valbo at the State Farm Center. Yours truly on the call. That'll be at Fighting Illini. Dot com. Saturday, it's Illinois football game day, senior day at home against Iowa. And our coverage starts, uh, well, Saturday morning with Steve Kelly and Lauren Tate for Saturday Sports Talk. And then at 1 o'clock, our game day coverage begins from Grange Grove, 2.30 kick. And back here with you for the Fasters, et cetera, post-game show football version. Michael Martin will be in with me as well. Some of the things that are coming up here on our airwaves 
And then Monday night, Illinois football, or excuse me, Illinois basketball against Gonzaga. It'll be a 9.30 start, uh, 9 o'clock, sorry, I beg your pardon, with game day here in the studios, 10.30 tip with Brian and Dion out there in the Aloha State. Well-fought game tonight from Illinois. Some mistakes costly. No Trent Frazier. Illinois loses 88-80. Hey, thanks for being along on this one, making my first solo flight a successful one. I think I'm going to land the plane here all right. It was fun to talk with you, take your texts. Most of all, thank you for listening. Huge shout-out to Evan Kahn, our game day producer, engineer. Ed Bond is our chief engineer, operations manager, Jim Lewis. Chief, uh, general manager is Mike Hale. Back at it with you on Saturday after Illinois football. Until then, enjoy the rest of what's left of this Tuesday night. Thanks so much. So long. The preceding program was an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Station.